Good to see you, of course. All right. And then, uh, yeah, we got Mr. Eric Z right here, of course. Yo, 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 yo. Hello. Yes. From Fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm actually going to be going there pretty soon for Thanksgiving, actually. I'm going there for my Thanksgiving weekend, so that'd be good. Well, I'm here for you, my dear darling. Uh, the sexy mummy is officially with the Snyder crew. Yes, exactly. Talking about man. Good to see everybody. Hello, Alakazoo. Good to see ya. Yes, I'm there. We got Niner fan. Also good to see you. Hey, your Niners actually did really good. Your Niners did pretty damn good this uh, this Sunday. Jimmy G, you could tell, is like, hey, he had a fight for his job right there, and he definitely did. So, looks like he'll be starting next week for sure. So, always good to see that. Yo, what's going on there, Abel? Good to see you. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason. Always oh, happy Tuesday, man. It's Taco Tuesday, right? Dang, hi, darling. So, so what? So what? You get hopefully, you know, you guys like it. Come on. All right, we got Mr. Uh, Evil Alex here. Yeah, always trying to cancel me. Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just thinking what you guys are thinking. That's all. That's what I'm thinking. Mr. Music Man, always good to see you, yes. Who doesn't? Who doesn't, man? I think, like, uh, you know, it's funny, too. We'll, we'll talk more about it, of course. Uh, we got Miss Selena Kyle here. What's up? Mr. Fear Jason showing up always. Cool. Yeah, she was the only good thing. Well, I mean, there were some other good things about The Mummy. I thought that there's some good... I thought the uh, that whole subplot where he kept seeing his his friend as a zombie kind of thing that was really stupid. But there were some good sequences. I was kind of digging the fact that they were doing the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of thing with Russell Crowe, and I did like that plane crash sequence. But yes, she was hot, 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 hot. She was uh, she was a she was a crazy she was a crazy interesting mummy. That's for sure. So. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of hoping for, you know? I think a lot of us are, you know, those damn Astros. I mean, they're really good, but, you know, just they've left an everlasting bad taste in people's mouths, I tell you. When it came to that whole cheating thing, it really did. We got Tim here. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, hello. Hello, Lane. Hello. Thank you for not yeah, – he didn't use the ha- that hashtag that he loves to use. That's crazy. Uh, well, we got Rosemary here. Hi, Rosemary. Always good to see you. Always good to see you on this sausage fest. <laughs> Paul, always good to see you too. Yes. Traded for the nice pickup today. Yes. Been with you. Wow, I appreciate that. I know some of you have been here for a while too. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. And then he ended up saying it. He ended up saying it. Jeez, jeez. Terrible. Oh, 2017. Okay, cool. Cool. I know some of you have been here for a little bit, huh? You think uh, Snyder's going to make the camera uh, make the camera in Rebel Moon to uh, look? No, I don't, I don't know if he's going to use the Dream Lens. I don't think he'll use the Dream Lens. I think the Dream Lens really worked for Army of the Dead, to be honest. I think, uh, I think it, wor- it worked pretty well for Army of the Dead. You know, it's just that atmosphere, the desert, Las Vegas. I think it worked pretty well. Maybe in some sequences that he might. I mean, it is called a dream lens. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up because if you look at if you look at um, the additional photography, you look at the epilogue of his Justice League movie. That very much takes place in a desert wasteland as well, just like Army of the Dead. So it kind of fits, really fits. I don't think he'll use that in this one though. But then again, could be wrong. I could be wrong. So I don't know. We'll see. No more dream lens. You didn't like the dream lens, Jose? Well, 
Uh, I'm gonna have to take your uh, I'm gonna have to take your title away from you. Uh, yeah, your title of uh, of uh, you know helping me out with my channel here. I don't know. Oh, we got Carrie here too. What's going on, buddy? Good to see you. Good to see you. Yes. Okay. Obviously, yes. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up, do all that. Uh, hit that uh, subscribe button if you haven't already. And of course, uh, it is Tuesday, so there'll be a members-only stream, post-show stream after this. So if you guys want to come in and pick my brain, which is always fun to do that after these shows. And yeah, if you want to become a member, hit the join button. We've got the Patreon right there, too, if you want to join that as well and help out the pirate ship. And then, of course, the merchandise down below when it comes to the Film Junkie Closet. So there you go. There you go. So appreciate you guys, of course. Um, wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. So, yeah, hopefully you guys do that. Hopefully you guys had a good day. Had a pretty, uh, I don't know. It just seems like when it comes to daytime work, it's like sometimes it's cool because I'm like, all right, let's let's do this. This is this is kind of the fun part of my job when I do some certain things. But what I'm doing right now is just, ugh, I just, I hate it. I hate what I'm doing right now. But they had me tasked to do right now, and it's it's all pretty interesting. But, yeah, look at that, the Braves. The Braves, man. I mean, I think they, uh, I think they're gonna get it. I think they're gonna get it. But you don't rule these freaking Astros out. That's for damn sure. So, anyways, uh, hard boy. Yeah, they totally would have. Uh, yeah, no, they really fucked up. I know. When we think about the uh, the universal, the dark universe that they were trying to establish, that they just said nope after 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 they realized that they shouldn't have made it action movies. That's the bad part. It's like, yeah, Mummy should have been a, you know, you could have some action in it, but can we make it more of a horror type movie? Not just have Tom Cruise running and doing the normal Tom Cruise stuff. I mean, it's just like, I, I like Tom Cruise, but it just didn't work. It just didn't work. It's like Tom Cruise and what he does works for certain things, obviously. I mean, I mean, but, but let's face facts. When it comes to Tom Cruise, it's Mission Impossible. And Top Gun. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if, because we're hearing that the next two uh, Mission Impossible movies are going to be, that's going to be it for, for Mission Impossible and Tom Cruise. But then we got Maverick. I would not be surprised if Maverick does fairly well, which it looks pretty damn awesome. They're going to do a third Top Gun movie. I think Tom Cruise realizes that, hey, I'm just going to stay in this lane. I'm going to stay in the lane that I'm in, because what the fuck else has he really done in the past few, I mean, yeah, besides the mummy. And then they try to do something with that. They were trying to, and that just didn't work. He probably realizes that too. It's like they fucked up because that movie could have done totally better if it had more of the horror element and less of the action element, like I said. So Jack Reacher, yeah, but the Jack Reacher, that those are done. You know, those aren't going. They're going to be doing a, a series of Jack Reacher uh, now. So, So then, you know. So they can't really do much more. What else is Tom Cruise going to be doing now? I mean, he's just known for being that that action star and just a very has a presence on the screen when it comes to certain things. But it's like, you know, he's never been known for, hey, man, you see that Tom Cruise performance, even though he has given some good performances. That's what's funny. Born on the Fourth of July, uh, Magnolia. He has given some really good performances. So I'm kind of wondering why he hasn't tried to, like, capture that again you know try to capture that try to get back into like hey i want people to to really say that i gave this great performance because he's a good actor he's a good actor but i think everybody just kind of goes like yeah action star mission impossible you know uh thank you ryan for the super chat every little bit helps and at the end of the movie 
Tom steals Sophia's thunder away and takes the mummy power at the end. And yeah, no, it was kind of like, oh, really? So you're going to, what? That's what's going to happen at the end of this shit. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. It's perfectly fine. Hey, Mama Film Junkie is here. Where, let's see. Hello, Mom. Good to see you. Love you. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it makes you wonder if he'll ever go. I know. Because you think he's going to have to. Because he's going to have to settle down. I mean, you know, he's no spring chicken anymore. He's getting up there in age. He's getting up there in age. But, uh. Anyways, yeah, so we'll be talking, of course, let's, we'll talk to some of the Rebel Moon stuff, which is like just the main big topic. Wasn't too much that happened today, really, to be honest. I mean, obviously, we have these two, uh, we have these two letting me joining uh, some Christopher Nolan-ness. And then, of course, we got the full-on Morbius trailer, which I have not watched yet, and I'm going to do a little breakdown of it, so that should be fun. So, all right, guys, let's, uh, let's go to the tweets, huh? It's time for those tweets. All right, let me turn that off. Time for some tweets. All right, let's see what happened in the Twitter world today. Okay, let me go to my profile. Okay, we're good. All right, let's go to the tweets. Okay, well, I don't know why that's not working. It's not doing the right transition. That's what's so weird about that. I don't know. Anyways, I think it's because of my opening thing now. I just got to figure that out. Anyways, who cares? Who cares? Do it live. All right. Sure to turn the desktop audio because, hey, <laughs> let's go down memory lane just a little bit. Just a little bit. We're not going to, you know, I don't know if you guys remember this, but holy shit. This was, uh, this was floating around the timeline today. And I thought, all right, let's talk about this a little bit. Let's talk about this very, uh, this, if you guys remember before BBS came out when, we were all pretty excited where, you know, where, where, where essentially the, the DCEU was going to go. And there was a nice little, um, there was a nice little, it was on the CW. Obviously, you could see the CW um, that Jeff Johns and Kevin Smith were going to be hosting and just basically talking about what was going to be happening in these DC films. And, um, yeah, it's pretty funny because this clip right here specifically talks about, specifically talks about, Green Lantern cores, but there was like a whole thing where they talked about everything. But this just, it's just funny because I love the twi tweet that this came from. It said this aged like, f like milk. Totally did. Well, I'll just tell you, we've been to the bottom of the oceans. We've been to ancient Greek mythology. We've been to the past and the future of Flash, into the digital world of Cyborg. We still got to go to space. So the Green Lanterns and the Green Lantern Corps will be coming to join the Justice League universe. That was such a voiceover, weird voiceover right there. Every kid's dream to see all those Justice League characters together. Green Lantern's a big part of it. See, Kevin Smith was still kind of chunky. He's skinny now. This was like, this was you. back in what, 2016, right? Oh, man. Remember this. Ugh. Man. I tell you, what's going on, James? James. Um, yeah, I remember watching this thing and being very excited. I remember I was living. I was living in a man. I, that was like one. Two, that was two different houses from where I was uh, living now. From where I was living from now. But I remember watching this and being super excited because they were basically going like, "All right, it's gonna set up. Everything's getting set up when it comes to you know after BBS, we're gonna have a Flash movie. We're gonna have a Cyborg movie, and talking about all this stuff. And this was before, of course, Aquaman came out, Wonder Woman, all of that." It was all very exciting. It was just a different kind of time. And now this fucking jackass who is not wearing his ball cap, 
like he normally does. Uh, you know, he kind of helped fuck that up a little bit. He, you know, he kind of just uh, die-bombed that. I love Kevin Smith was all excited for it, was all about it. And Kevin Smith, you know, I know some people have always kind of hated on Kevin Smith when it comes to the fandom, but let's face it, he's always been a fan. He's always been supportive of Zack Snyder. And he even tried to, I mean, he some of his information that he heard before the Snyder Cut came out, he heard and he put it out there. He put it out there. He heard some things. And, of course, you know, Fat Man on Batman podcast, man, he totally, like, helped get some words out there. He helped. He talked about how dark side was in and everything like that. But, yeah, this was just a – it was a different time. We had so much to look forward to. So much to look forward to. Now, now that we're in 2021, okay, maybe not everybody feels the same. But, you know, there is things to look forward to. That definitely is. But it's a totally different – totally different kind of uh you know dc films i guess you could say that we're that we're going to be you know looking forward to essentially i know not everybody is not everybody's looking forward to everything that's coming out but man at one point it was just looking pretty damn good it was looking pretty damn good and uh you know when when we actually look at the original slate we were supposed to already have justice league part two that's what's sad we were already supposed to have that by now (laughs) man that's what's like uh, pretty crazy about it. We were supposed to have Zack Snyder's Justice League Part Two by this time, and a cyborg movie, and the Flash movie. We were already supposed to have it all pretty, you know. But at the same time, one of the things in watching this clip again, little did we know that this asshole right here, who's wearing the iconic, you know, red flannel, I guess you could say that. I, I, that's no mistake. I think that's paying homage to, of course, uh, to uh, the. To Clark Kent, what he's wearing, of course, in um, in uh, in Donner Superman, and then of course that's been homaged like crazy. Um, they just kind of die bomb the whole thing. Where well, they, you know, they were kind of just trying to switch things around. They were kind of changing things around. Little did we know what was happening behind the scenes, because you know, yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, that's uh, pretty funny watching that again, seeing that. Notice that Zack Snyder is trending right now. Oh, isn't that awesome? Ha ha. Jeff Johns never trends anymore. So it's just, that's also kind of, uh, that's kind of great too, where we're watching this right here with uh, this guy and Zack Snyder is trending. Yes, Zack Snyder is trending. So, ah, he could suck it, but yeah, it was a different time. Different time, guys. 90s kids would know. Anyways, uh, look at this beautiful shot. Love this movie. Um, Close Encounters. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Uh, movie freaked me out when I was a kid a little bit, but now as an adult, I appreciate the absolute shit out of it. Great movie. It's a great shot right there, too. This was what, in the 70s? Man, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, then we got uh, Red Notice and uh, Cowboy Bebop leads new content coming to Netflix this November. So everybody's looking forward to uh, seeing... These um, sexy bitches right here um, kick some ass, which, you know, looks pretty entertaining. And then, of course, we got Cowboy Bebop, which that's gotten my attention, too. I think it's gotten a lot of people's attention, so that's good. And then speaking of uh, Miss Sophia, I mean, yeah, she's just badass right here. This is her doing some training right here for, uh, I guess, Atomic Blonde. And and ladies, ladies in this thread. I mean, we got Kat. She uh, posted this right here. And then, and then uh, you know, well, well. And then we got, you know, Meg right here, Wonder Meg. She just goes, uh, hey, hello, her and Atomic Blonde, and wow, wow, wow. And then Kat just responds with, yeah, there's a, 
if you if you're wondering why the opening my opening little sketch this is what i was talking about i mean yeah that's pretty much what we could talk about what we're talking about right there so man i love the fact that the ladies were posting that kind of stuff so that's pretty good yeah interesting right uh, anyways yes hotness right there Whew, there see you knew that this show was going to be there's going to be some hotness that was going to be happening right here speaking of hotness look at me man brad pitt getting punched in the face and snatch <laughs> great movie one of my all-time favorite movies my favorite guy Ritchie movie for sure so yeah and then we got the uh muschietti's right here on the set of warner brothers and it's like <laughs> why aren't you wearing your mask I can hear Fichi right now. You gotta wear your mask. Andy Muschietti, you gotta wear your mask. Why aren't you wearing your mask? And sure enough, he's not. And Barbara's just like, well, you're busted. And he's like, oh shit, oh shit. Gotta put my mask on. God damn it. I just thought it was kind of funny because he like, oh shit. Gotta put your mask on when the camera's rolling. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's okay, Andy, because the politicians... They do the same thing. When the cameras are on, they put the mask on. When the cameras are off, they don't have their mask on. It's okay, Mandy. It's perfectly okay. I'm sure you're fine. I'm sure you're you're a healthy. You guys both are healthy. Healthy. You've been vaxxed. You're perfectly okay. But that's funny. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> so Meg is here. Sorry, Meg. I, yeah. Oh, okay, so there you go. So Meg is here. She just flat out said she would be her bottom. Well, there you go. And then she says hi to my mom. That's awkward. Anyways, okay, so back to the tweets. <laughs> ah, it's gonna be one of those shows. It definitely is. Oh man, I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not even gonna. Not, not even. Not even. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a beautiful shot from um, from from Dune right here. Which is uh, man, I tell you what. There's so many of these shots right here. It's so goddamn beautiful. Ha. Oh. Ah, so beautiful. So beautiful. Uh, let's see that fireworks show, huh? Let's see that fireworks show. Uh, and then we got Andy Muschietti. Speaking of him, apparently he's got a Flash recliner and a Batman recliner. I need these in my life. I need these now. So awesome. I think the Flash recliner actually looks a little bit more comfy. It's got one of those big uh, candy bars right there, too. But um, if you notice right here, guys, if you notice right here, you see how the background is a little bit blurred? Not a little bit. It is blurred. That's because those are storyboards from The Flash that they had to, of course, blur out. Um, from what I gathered is when it comes to these offices, and who knows which office this is, probably Andy's office. But, uh, you know, uh, talking to the VFX boys, remember when I talked to DJ and I talked to uh, Brian Hirota? That wonderful stream that we had that one Sunday, which was just like, oh, wow. Talking to those guys were great. Talking to that whole crew, the Snyder crew. Yeah. I mean, apparently, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's common practice. You have storyboards all, all over your office. Common practice. You just paste them all over your, uh, all over your wall right there. So if you're, yeah, if you, if you want to look closely, if anybody can de-blur those, yeah, those are all storyboards from the Flash movie right there that are, all over his wall right there so god and hopefully you guys checked out last night's uh last night's show it's available in all places so go ahead and do that you can listen to it if you want to so 
And yeah, guys, um, the next time some kind of big casting happens, I'm just going to count all the, let's go, let's go. You know, I always make fun of that. Let's go. Everybody always says, let's go. I don't know when that became the lexicon of online stuff, but let's go. I mean, people say that in real life now, too. I don't know when that came to be, but yeah, let's go. Saw so much of that. It's like, man. And the army verse is looking great. Number one, of course. And then... 72 million households are betting on dad uh, has been the number one film around the world and is projected to be one of Netflix's most popular films. So, yes, the army universe is running strong right now. And this guy is right there all over it, man. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. And um, and yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So when we did a Patreon stream, uh, Mr. Doug right here who uh, takes part in the Patreon stream. Thank you to the patrons out there. But I guess on, uh, I think it was the last, I think it was the last uh, Patreon stream that we had that Doug actually, he actually picked Sophia Batella to be in Rebel Moon. So get on him. Um, I think, yeah. So I think there's other people. There's many, there's, there's many people that actually picked her. So that's pretty good. Uh, add the spice. Yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, when it comes to hideouts, look at this. Remember this? Yes, the snowy cones ice cream. And look at that Batmobile. Look at how, look at how freaking, it looks cool, but man, man, that, that, that looks, I mean, <laughs> everything looks so goddamn fake, but it's just always funny. It's always, it, it's always, and this is what I think Harley Quinn always makes, the Harley Quinn show makes fun of the fact that when uh, Batman villains have these crazy hideouts that are obvious that they're the hideouts. I mean, it's so obvious that, I mean, there's literally like fucking lights like flashing and it's on, you know, if you're, if you're a Batman villain, you don't want Batman to find you. So why would you have it like that? But what can you do? Cool little behind the scenes shot from seven, seven. Pretty awesome. 20 year anniversary of Monsters, Inc. One of my favorite Pixar movies. Great Pixar movie. One of my favorites. Boo. How adorable was Boo. Great movie. I think it's one of the best. Miami might even be my favorite. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe not. I don't know. And here we got, and speaking of David Fincher, we got Michael Fassbender on the set of The Killer right here. So he's looking pretty, uh, he's looking, uh, you know, slightly uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas going on right there. So that'll be interesting. I mean, and you know, okay, so we got Let's Go. When did, when did Banger? Why is everybody all of a sudden saying Banger on Twitter? You know, that's all that's that's a new uh, that's that's a new word that's uh, reached the Twitter lexicon is banger. I keep seeing people say banger. And I'm like, all right. Do you actually say that in real life? I don't think so. Do you? <laughs> it's going to be banger. That's a new one. That's a new one, kids. I don't know if I'll adopt that, but OK. And hey, look at this right here. So this is this is great. This is actually pretty. This is pretty fantastic because we know about the uh, you know, we know about the Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel beef. You know, not the fact that they eat an incredible amount of beef, but that they have beef. And uh, right here it says, Dwayne Johnson says that Vin Diesel and his movies, um, like the one Red Notice, aren't coming. There's jokes. Apparently there's jokes. And when we watch Red Notice, there's going to be jokes about Vin Diesel. And they aren't coming from him. Bullshit. Um, But he loves when people pitch them. He said, you'd be surprised at how many people come to me. I got a great one. So essentially... What is happening is, I mean, this is 
pretty funny right here. Dwayne Johnson reveals that jokes about his feud with uh, Vin Diesel don't come from him, but that he loves that people are always pitching it to him. So this is what he had to say right here. He said, the jokes never end. The jokes never end. People are asking me about making diesel jokes, and they just they they find a way. And, you know, what's interesting is, you know, these Vin Diesel jokes, which play great, by by the way, and to the audience, which is always a good thing because it's all about the audience. But people think these jokes come from me and they actually don't. I mean, you'd be surprised at how many people come to me with a with I got a great one. I'm like, okay, I got another or I got another great Vin Diesel joke. I'm sure you do. And he laughs. Always funny. I mean, we could we could say that this joke is funny right here because we all know that Vin Diesel is not taller than <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. He is definitely standing up on a fucking apple crate or whatever the hell right here, which is always the funny joke, too. So, uh, but yeah, so apparently in Red Notice, we're going to get some Vin Diesel jokes, which I'm all for. Nothing wrong with that. You know, but hey, I'll give credit to Vin Diesel. He did walk Paul Walker's daughter down the aisle on her with her wedding. I don't know if you guys saw that. That was, I think, over like last weekend or maybe it was the weekend before or sometime last week. Man, I don't know. But apparently he did. So, hey, you can give Vin Diesel credit for that. But, you know, come on. He's kind of a douche. He's kind of a douche. But then again, maybe Dwayne Johnson's a little bit one, too. But he's just so positive and so likable. So but anyway, so. Look forward to uh, Vin Diesel jokes and Red Notice. I can't, yeah, totally. Yeah. Dune's a banger. Yeah, now everybody's saying banger right now. <laughs> yeah. And here, uh, speaking of banger, look at this. Look at what, yeah, the new Batmobile, right? I want to own something. So this is, uh, yeah, a little concept art for possible, you know, collectibles right there. So that'll be cool. Why not? And, uh, yeah, apparently when it comes to Ruby, uh, Ruby fee, her, uh, she got a big boost in the IMDB star meter, like three, like 3,558. So she got a big, huge boost after, uh, army of, uh, army of thieves because yep, I think everybody was like big time crushing on her. I know I was, and this is just awesome right here. I like this. Turn off that, but this guy nailed it with his TikTok video. Just. Bam! Turning into Polka Dot Man. Some people could do a lot with just a small TikTok video. It's crazy. It's crazy. And here's my thirst tweet. Yes, I uh, worked out very hard this morning, so I thought I'd share my traps and shoulders again and my chin. Okay? Work out like Ben Affleck. There you go. So there you go. Another uh, shoulders, traps, um, and chin because, you know, I had to shave my face because I usually have stubble. You know, but I had to shave my face to do the Ace Ventura look over the weekend. So, you know, why not? Why not? And then speaking of shoulders and traps and whatever, this was pretty funny. Arkham vs. Batman or Bruce Wayne be like, <laughs> they won't notice. Also, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty good. Whoever designed that, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Dave, some ladies. Uh, oh, Jose, you just got re- you deleted you retracted your message i was just about to read it out loud how dare you how dare you 22 years ago rage against machine uh the battle of los angeles this album came out man those were the good old days right remember when we raged against the machine now we're all for the machine now we're like machine save us miss save us machine yeah it's kind of been a 
weird little 22 years, right? Where, you know, we all were like, fuck that, fuck, push back against that. Now we're like, save us, save us, save us. Uh, and then speaking of raging against the machine, hey, Dave Chappelle, the one night show in New Orleans brought 17,000 fans and grossed 1.5 million at the box office. So, yeah, he ain't canceled. That's for damn sure. Even though, you know, people are trying to kind of cancel it ain't happening. It ain't happening. And then, of course, we have some uh, Army of Thieves on the billboard in uh, Times Square, which is great. Uh, Wonder Meg, she uh, posted a new video with her thrift goodies that she found. And then, so go ahead and make sure you support that. Give her a like. Come on, watch it. She always finds some goodies. She's good at thrifting. I got to learn how to thrift a little bit better. Teach me. Um, and then, remember this website? Remember when Warner Brothers was really good at marketing these movies and they had this website, you know, the Argus website? It's pretty damn cool. The Lex OS, remember that? Yeah, that's when they really just, you know, that was pretty damn awesome when that when that when that was the case. We got Natalie Emanuel. She's thanking everybody for um for this. So she's really excited that the fact that Army of Thieves is uh is a banger, apparently, a banger. And here's a little food for thought here, guys. Okay, with Chris Pratt voicing Mario and now Garfield, Chris Pratt, in fact, did not voice his character of Peter Quill in what if? Okay, so this guy's getting like two big iconic voice acting jobs within a month of each other, yet did not voice Peter Quill in What If. I don't. I. I, I want to. I actually want to know why that that why certain actors in the MCU did not voice their characters. But it's just like you know. I. I, I understood why Scarlett Johansson did. She's done. And maybe some other people, too. Maybe because, like, you know, they're done. Their contracts are up. Like, like Chris Evans did it. Robert Downey Jr. did it. Well, yeah, but they're done. I get it. But why Why Chris Pratt didn't voice Peter Quill? Now, just come in and do it. Maybe that's because it was he was never, like, a big... Maybe because it wasn't, like, a big role. He never had, like, a big, huge role when it came to those episodes because, you know, you had T'Challa, Star-Lord, and stuff. So maybe that was the case. And he was too busy, you know working on other things, but I just thought that was kind of funny. just thought that was kind of funny. Now, I think it was probably mainly due to scheduling and the fact that he didn't have a significant voice, you know, significant role. Peter Quill didn't have a significant role in those, uh, in those episodes. So, yeah. And then we have uh, the, the guys who are making the Spider-Man Lotus movie. Apparently, um, uh, Andrew Garfield knows about Spider-Man Lotus, my dad is an airline captain for Delta, and tonight Andrew was on his flight. They talked about the film, and Andrew expressed an interest in the movie. I can't even breathe right now. So there you go. Some support from a Spider-Man. That's pretty awesome stuff. I like it. Gotta like it. Andrew Garfield's a fucking, you know, he's a treasure, man. He's a fucking treasure. He's definitely a treasure. So I like that. So anyways, there you go, guys. There was the tweets right there. So let's go ahead and start uh, talking about some of the stuff. But and I really like that. So that's why it's like, all right, can we have can we have Andrew Garfield kind of back? You know, can we um, you know, we could still have the Tom Holland one. But can we have also the Andrew Garfield one, too? I don't know. That's just me. Just saying. All right. Let's go ahead and turn some of these things off and let's just talk about. Let's talk about Rebel Moon and Sophia Batella. So, yeah, obviously, guys, you saw the news. 
you heard the news that, of course, that um, Sophia Batella will be playing, will be the lead in Rebel Moon, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. And that'd be sweet if they just call it Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Let's just call Zack Snyder's, whatever he's involved with, just call it Zack Snyder's, you know. Nah, they won't do that. I think when it came to him putting Zack Snyder in front of Justice League, that was a fucking statement. It was a definite fucking statement that this is my Justice League right here. Okay, this is mine. That's why I always said, even if if they were just if they decide to go further with it and use Zach's stories or storyboard uh, boards, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's plural, if it's not. There's been some argument that I've, there's been debate about that, whether there's other boards or is it just one specific board? Is it a big board? I don't know. I always heard that there's just one more board that we have not seen yet that they were actually going to use who knows i don't know maybe it's like really long instead of just broken up into broken up into different storyboards maybe i don't know who knows i don't know if it was just outlined you know the details who knows but i would always say if they were going to actually utilize that they should still and if he wasn't going to direct every little thing it should be still be called Zack snyder's justice league or Zack snyder presents justice league i don't know i always said that if he was just going to be like a showrunner producer or whatever the hell but who knows? Who knows what the hell? Still haven't heard anything about it. But anyways, I just thought it'd be I just thought it'd be kind of cool. Just just put your name. But at the same time, they are putting his name on everything. Even with Army of Thieves, when you see the big billboard, it says produced by Zack Snyder because he he is now a household name. His name is now is a full on brand now. Full on brand. And, you know, it was already becoming that just just because just because of what he's done. I mean, ever since 300, I mean, James Cameron, Ridley Scott, they've given praise to the cinematic language that he has put out there. And he's changed it up. Everybody tries to emulate. When, anytime you see like a movie that has to do with uh, like back, you know, they try to utilize, they try to grab what he, tried to, what he did with 300 with the slow motion and the way that he did slow motion. They're just always trying to do that. So, um, yeah, of course, there's always going to be those people that think like Zack Snyder directed it, but it's just the way it is. People, people don't know how to, people don't know how to utilize their fuck, this, this, they don't know how to utilize this. They're just too busy scrolling and just not really realizing, you know, they could easily look it up and be like, oh, wait a minute. It could be, oh, wait a minute, you know, um, I could just look it up. Oh, did Zack Snyder really direct that? Oh, no, no, no. It was Matthias. Yeah. Oh, the guy who actually started it. That's cool. You know, instead, they're looking at Rotten Tomatoes and then just going like, oh, it's rotten. I don't want to fucking see it. It's, uh, see? It's, it's green. It's gross. It's rotten. It's under 60%. I don't want to see the movie. Okay? Okay? I'm going to go on. I'm going to. I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go on TikTok for another five and a half hours. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I know. It's like, come on. Just look at, I mean, <laughs> but it says some people just don't. I mean, there'll be times where I get questions from, you know, people that I know that I'm like, hey, you have, you know, the device that you just sent that text message. You can use that to use Google. Just saying, you know. Yeah. Sadly, some people, you know. They don't. Uh, they don't want to utilize it to 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 reach out and get some information. I mean, and then of course there's a lot of misinformation that can be out there too, which kind of sucks. Which we've seen plenty of in the, the past few years. Um, but no. But I think this is an excellent choice. Definitely an excellent choice. Um, like I said, I don't. If she wasn't, 
she wasn't on the top of mine. I mean, and a lot of people were thinking that maybe Journey Smollett was going to... It's going to be interesting, and if I can get Zach again on the vodka stream or whenever, I, I would actually ask him, I was like, was there anybody else that you were looking at that was... Uh, what was, like, the short list? I would like to actually know the short list of, of female leads that he wanted for Rebel Moon. We all know, like, the last time that he was on the vodka stream... Uh, Garza actually asked him, like, is there any anybody that he wanted to work with? And he said Anne Hathaway. So then naturally Garza thought it was going to be Anne Hathaway. Hashtag Garza was wrong. No, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, that that would have been cool, though. And you never know. She could be in it still. She could very well be in it. Who knows? We've only heard one person that's cast. It's going to be interesting to hear some of the other cast members like fingers crossed. Ray Fisher, that would be awesome. Because, I mean, I think even Ray Fisher did a, an Instagram Live, and I think somebody asked him, you know, would he want to be in Rebel Moon? And he said, yes, he would love to be. So it's like, come on, Zach, come on. Cast Ray Fisher, please, please. Why not cast? Uh, that would be sweet. That would be definitely sweet. That would be like a, an awesome move. And maybe, you never know, maybe he will. Who knows? I don't know when we're going to get the rest of the cast. But uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it, it could be shortly. It could be very shortly. It could be this week. That'd be sweet. It's like, no, first off, we're going to, we're going to, the, the, the lead that's going to lead this whole, this rebel verse, we're going to cast her first and uh great choice. I mean, my choices were, uh, I wanted a, uh, Samantha Wynn. I wanted, uh, what's her name? Who played Lily, uh, played Lily in, um, in uh, army of the dead or, uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I had her on, on, on the top two, and I forgot who else I had. Oh, no. Who else did I have? Crap. I forgot what my top four was that I posted. Uh, damn it. I totally forgot. Mm, damn. I forgot what the fourth one was, but yeah. But anyway, Sophia. Yeah, Nora. Yeah, Nora. Nora. I can't remember her last name, but uh, when uh, when Ray Fisher does, I know. See, that's that's what's gonna suck if he doesn't get cast. It's like, damn, dude. It's like, ugh, because you know, you never know. They, I mean, the thing is, I mean, still, it's got to get approved a little bit. Uh oh, another home run. Braves got another home run. Four, five, nothing. Braves. Shit. I'm pretty sure the guy on the one of the Braves in the dug, dugout did this. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> So everybody says, let's go. Where are we going? Anyways, um, damn, dude. I think the Braves have this one. It's 5 nothing in the fifth inning. Holy shit. I just wish they would have did it in Atlanta. That's all. I wanted them to do it in Atlanta. But don't rule these Astros out, man. Some, they, they fucking, they have, a, they have a deep lineup. That's for damn sure. Emma Stone? Okay. Emma Stone in Rebel Moon. Snyder is an overrated director, sadly. Overrated? Okay. Here we got a hater in here. We got a hater in here. Uh, I would say it's, a, you know, at first he was a little bit of underrated, but, you know, what could he do? It's all right. It's perfectly okay. Uh, the Muschietti's about to deep fake Hamada saying sorry. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be pretty funny. Uh, Braves fans must be pissed. <laughs> yeah, that they couldn't get it, so... But then, see, there's a shot of them celebrating outside the Brave Stadium, so that's pretty cool. So, But anyways, I think Sophia's pretty, uh, she's going to be great because we know how acrobatic she is. And she's sexy. 
And she's, you know, just a badass. You watch her in other movies. I mean, we got introduced to Sophia in uh, the Kingsman series, the first Kingsman movie. And, you know, she was awesome where she, you know, she had to wear those crazy, I don't know, you know, the behind the scenes of all that where she was wearing those, uh, you know, things on her feet. I guess you could say, I don't know. I don't know if I ever saw the behind the scenes of Kingsman exactly what she was like, you know, wearing when it came to those those fake feet that she had. But she was just badass. And, you know, we know damn well you saw her in Atomic Blonde. I mean, yes. I mean, the, the, there's a specific scene that's pretty damn great uh, between her and uh, Charlize Theron, which, yes, it's pretty awesome. It's one of those scenes where you just want to watch over and over again. Anyways, but she kicks a lot of ass in there, too. Um, yeah. And, you know, what's funny is a lot of people were passing around today when she got cast was she actually had like dinner with Henry Cavill, Ray Fisher, and Jason Momoa. There's like a picture of all them. And remember, a lot of us were kind of wondering, like, is she going to be in Justice League? Is she going to be? And a lot of people were thinking, maybe she's Grail. Maybe she's Grail. Um, that's pretty interesting. That's another que- That's a question that I would want to ask Zach, too, is, um, well, first off, was there, any, was there ever going to be a Grail in your DC Snyderverse? Was there ever going to be a Grail? And... Were you thinking about maybe casting her or were you considering her or have you always wanted to work with her and everything like that? So there's always just stuff like that. Always just there's just stuff that I would like to ask Zach when it comes specifically when it comes to casting. And it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I have a ton more questions that I want to ask Zach, of course. Um, So hopefully I can get him back on again. But um, yeah, it's just uh, but it's going to be interesting. Uh, And thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Jason McKenzie, for the thirty dollar super chat. You were awesome. Like I said, every, every little bit helps out the pirate ship as you are. I mean, you're always awesome, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. She'd make a good cat woman. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. The grail were, yeah, there was a lot of grail rumors that were all over the place. So, But anyways, thank you, Jason, again, as always. Awesome, sir. Appreciate it. Good to act with me. I know. Yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Like I said, he, the door is always open to him. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, anyways, looking forward to it. Hopefully we get some more casting soon. Uh, I'm sure we will. And uh, yeah, it's just awesome. Good, good choice for a female lead. I do not hate it whatsoever. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, all right. Now, speaking of casting. Oh, whoa, I still have the one. <laughs> We're not talking about new gods anymore. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about uh, this guy. Oh, not that guy. God damn, i got to figure out what... Okay, there we go. These two guys. Matt Damon. And Herbert, Robert, Robert Denny Jr. Robert Denny Jr. I try, I, I'm trying to figure out how to do an impression of Robert... De- I don't know. I, I, uh, uh, Earth is closed today. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to, like, figure out how to do a Robert Denny Jr. impression. Anyways. <laughs> so, all right. So, Oppenheimer. Now we got some casting news for this. Now it's weird. Anytime there's casting, you always see you see conflicting reports because it's either in talks or they've been cast. But I don't know. It's all very strange. It's all very strange when it comes to um, when it comes to these cast when it comes to the casting of uh, characters in big movies, especially. So, but anyways, here's the uh, 
Here's the article right here. Robert Downey Jr. and Matt Damon, latest stars to join. So Deadline is saying that they are joining. Justin Kroll, okay. So that's why I'm like, all right, it's fully happening. Um, this is pretty cool because talk about a star stellar cast. We have, already have Killian Murphy, and we got Emily Blunt, obviously Oppenheimer, and then Oppenheimer's wife. But it says right here, exclusive, the ensemble for Christopher Nolan's next film, Oppenheimer, keeps growing. In star power, as sources tell Deadline, Matt Damon and Robert Downey Jr. are in talks to join Killian Murphy in the Universal Pictures tentpole. It should have been a Warner Brothers tentpole, but no, Warner Brothers. Ugh, those guys. Yeah. Uh, stop what? What am I stopping? Don't tell me to stop. <sighs> Deadline previously reported that Emily Blunt is in talks to join the cast as well. Nolan is writing and directing the film that revolves around J. Robert Oppenheimer, the scientist who ran the Manhattan Project that led to the invention of the atomic bomb. The film will bow on, will bow on uh, July 21st, 2023. A slot typically... typically the, the man has a, he has a saved spot, okay? There's literally a Christopher Nolan spot. July, around July... At around the end of July. It's typically a spot, so. Uh, but then, yeah, so then, of course, we're talking about that. So this is cool. This is cool because, you know what? We need some post-Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. He is a good actor. He is. I mean, I know when it came to the movie The Judge, didn't really work out. And let's face it, I don't know what, I didn't even want to see Dr. Doolittle. Did not even want to see it. Every little thing I saw about it looked horrible, and it bombed, and God knows what, how Disney fucked that one up badly. Um, but we need some good post-Robert Downey Jr., okay? Post-Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. I want that, because he has some good pre-Tony Stark. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang, okay? He was in U.S. Marshals. And I dug him in, of course, um, uh, in... Uh, in what in the whatchamacallit, uh, geez, doctor, what, what the hell is his name? The, the detective? Man, totally just like blanked out on that one. Jeez, um, you guys will help me out. My brain just like shut off. Um, yeah, come on, we need more. Nah, we don't need more Robert Denny Jr. Yeah, or no, no more Tony Stark, that's for sure. Sherlock, Jesus Christ. I know. My, my freaking brain just like left right there. I was like, because I was too busy thinking about Dr. Doolittle. So yeah, I like and what 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 what's going on with the update of that too? I thought we were supposed to get a third Sherlock, but apparently not. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like I, I thought they had like a a director. It's not going to be Guy Ritchie or anything like that. So yeah, I don't know when Sherlock's actually coming out. I don't know when he's coming out. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, they talked about it, but there wasn't going to be Guy Ritchie. But then there hasn't been any word about it. But anyways. Regardless, we just need some post-Tony Stark Robert Downey Jr. Because he's a good actor. He's been around for a while. He's had his struggles. But he's a really good actor. And I want to see more of that. And then, of course, you know, Matt Damon. Cool. That's cool. Oh, off the wall. Look at this. Oh, we got another run scoring Braves. Oh, my God. It's happening. Braves fans out there. That's pretty cool. Jeez. Sorry, Astros. <laughs> it's looking bad. It's looking bad. Oh, anyways, so, uh, bro, Doolittle isn't Disney? I thought it was Disney. I could have swore it was Disney. Am I wrong about that? I thought it was Disney. I thought Disney had the rights to that. Am I wrong about that? Who did that? Anybody know? But uh, thank you. 
Thank you for the uh, $2 super chat. Appreciate that. I always thought it was, I thought it was Disney. Not Disney? All right. Somebody verify for that. <laughs> I thought it was. Who is it? Is it Fox? Well, if it's Fox, it's owned by Disney. It's not Universal, is it? I don't even know who distributed it. I thought it was a Disney movie. I really thought it was. So, I don't know. If I'm wrong, I apologize. Giving out that misinformation. That's what's happening now. But, I don't know. Somebody looked that up for me. Warner Brothers got, yeah. They got Denny, but, you know. Hopefully they can keep Denny for a little bit. Universal. Okay, so it is Universal. Okay, thank you. I thought it was Disney. I think it's just because it seemed like it was Disney, you know? Because, um, you know, you got talking creatures and stuff like that. It just kind of seems like it's very Disney. So it is Universal. Okay. My bad. My bad. All right. We got it. Thank you. Appreciate that. I thought it was Disney. Man. Just giving that misinformation out there. I know him and his wife produced it. Yeah. That's that's what I yeah, I remember seeing stuff like that too. So thank you for the correction. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So got that. All right. So let's uh let's talk about this trailer right here, huh? Get rid of those guys. Let's talk about this Morbius trailer. I have not seen it yet, so I'm looking forward to uh checking it out. Uh we talked about the featurette yesterday, but I'm looking forward to seeing what the actual trailer has and then we'll break it down a little bit too. So all right. All right, let's go ahead and do this. Let's see what this is like. I mean, Jesus Christ. The design, the design of them is pretty damn good. I mean, it really is. Um, you know, it's it's hard to make Jared Leto look ugly. That's for damn sure, right? All right, so here we go. I hate it when they do this, but I get why they do it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got to show the title first. All right, see, let's see what we got here. You need a doctor? I am a doctor. <laughs> I should have died years ago. Jeez. People Looking over like the world Christian have Bale my disease. To find a cure, we have to push the boundaries, take the risks. If you're going to run, do it now. Morbius, you've been missing for two months. When you're a stranger, then you were found on a container ship that washed up off a long island. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Alright. Gotta have that horror element in it. What did you do to yourself, Doc? Forgot that he's in this. <laughs> I wish I knew. Just hope he doesn't scream all the time. I went from dying okay. to more we'll break that ever. down. It worked. Not exactly. I have increased strength and speed and some form of bat radar. Bat radar. What else can I do? That is pretty cool. Ah, you can fly. Oh, I saw that. There's something inside of me. The hunt and consume blood. Michael, when you're I can't believe this movie's coming out in January. Insane. 
I don't know. Half the city wants to kill you. We haven't had anything this good since that thing in San Francisco. That thing in San Francisco. Wants to control you. Hey, uh, Dr. Mike. Max Smith's in this. Maybe I should stay in touch. Hey, there he is. I'd do anything to save a life. But I don't know what I'm capable of. Fucking you. You save I don't know you if don't I like take eh. Are you here to heal the world? Aww. Or to destroy it? Who the hell are you, man? I am Venom. I'm just kidding. It's Dr. Michael Morbius. Did he just say Venom? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Interesting. Interesting. And thank you, uh, Galliot Productions, for the uh, $2 Super Chats. Yes, you did school me on on the studio. I appreciate that. And, uh, hey, you know what? Maybe we will do some uh, collabing in the future. But uh, thank you for the Super Chats. I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. All right. So that's yeah, pretty good trailer, not to be honest, you know? Yeah, that joke at the end was actually pretty good. Okay, so some good Easter eggs in here. Okay, so obviously we could turn off. I mean, I I do I, I kind of like the use of the uh, because it's one of my favorite door songs. Um, people are strange, you know. Um, really, that's I, it's funny too because we were listening to Doors over the weekend, and the song came on. Um, but uh, you know, it's an interesting usage of it. Definitely is. Uh, but they do a good job, of course, of uh, setting this up. That, for, to me, it just looks like very uh, Skull Island, <laughs> you know, misty and green. It's very Skull Island-ish, but, you know, I like it. Dig it. Interesting to see where that goes. And then the use of the bats are pretty damn good. Okay. We've got all that, and I guess that's when the change starts happening. And then, of course, we have the horror element, which is good because, yes, he is a monster, essentially. He's a vampire, so we got to have that. But a couple little Easter eggs that are in here. See, right here, is he, like, he's wearing, like, an orange. Is he, like, is he locked up? I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Looks really gross right there. The eye thing, the bat radar stuff is cool. That's pretty cool. I like the bat radar, the way that they... Uh, made that because i was wondering about that i was i wasn't sure like when we saw the featurette i'm like what exactly is happening right there it's some kind of something but it's like a little bat radar thing going on like a sonar that's pretty cool and uh and those eyes man jesus christ that is creepy that is absolute creepy and again this guy's pushing 50 and he looks like he still looked in uh back like 20 30 years ago and then it, so then he can also hear too. That's a pretty cool effect right there that they have on the ears. And then he could use all that. So he's got he broke out. He broke out of obviously he's wearing like a prison jumpsuit thing right here so. But right there. There it is. Oscorp guys. Oscorp. I see a W right here. I guess uh, Wayne Enterprises. Okay, confirmed. Wayne Enterprises also in this universe. Just kidding. Um but yeah, there is a W down there. But uh, yeah, we got Oscorp right here. So whichever part of the um, Spideyverse, yeah, has an Oscorp in it. So that is interesting. So that's a nice little Easter egg. That of course that was right there. So cool. And, and 
don't know if there was really anything else that we could see. Like that was like the main like Easter egg. We already saw that newspaper. We already saw the newspaper uh, during the featurette thing that, of course, hinted at everything. I just, again, I still can't believe this is coming out in January. Still can't believe that. I don't think there was anything, like, shown in the crime scene. So, yeah, we already saw this that says the rhino, but I don't know if that just means an actual rhino. Finding the truth within within told in, these, in his own words. I wonder what that means. Yeah, vampire murder. Black cat already established. So that's cool. I don't know who that guy is. Crime scene. I don't think there's anything. I don't know if this is specific spot. There's a bat. So then, of course, we got this Spider-Man murderer, but that is the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man that we established a while ago when this still came out. So that is the the Raimi Spider-Man. That's Tobey. So it's pretty interesting. I don't know if there's anything really else that we could see right here that's Easter egg-ish, but yeah. And then, of course, we got Mr. Vulture right here, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton's just all over the place. He's just all over these universes. You gotta love it. Why not? Let's see, is there anything see out there? Nope. Not seeing anything. Anything else you guys are seeing? Detective mode? Yeah, kind of reminds you of detective mode when it comes to uh, uh, the Arkham series. So, yeah, you could dodge bullets, and you could do this crazy teleportation kind of stuff, of course. Uh, what the hell is he holding his neck? I, I didn't that look that looked like Holly Berry for a minute there. I was like, what? No, yeah, we'll be broken. So yeah, I'm not. S I don't think there's gonna be anything other Easter eggy kind of stuff in here. But a lot of bats. I like the bats. Look at the use of the bats. They they watched uh they watched Batman Begins and said, yeah, hold my fucking beer right here. And I'll show you some bats. But that's a pretty cool shot right there. I don't really see much in there, but. Apparently, you know, he's going to have some control of bats and utilize that. Very much a dark, uh, very much a Batman Begins type of shot, I guess you could say, right there. So that's pretty cool. I dig it. Look at that ugly motherfucker. They managed to make Jared Leto look like an ugly asshole. Look at that. Look at that design, guys. Jeez, that is frightening. That is frightening. Okay? That is, in fact, frightening. That's some really, that's really good. One of the things that... That the Sony verse, the Sony verse version, of all this good designs. I like the Venom design. I'm liking the Morbius design. So, you know, let's just be thankful it's not in the MCU because it might be dumbed down. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. Maybe. But then, of course, he has this right here. Who the hell are you, man? I am Venom. I'm just kidding. It's Doctor Michael Morbius at your service. <laughs> I like it. I like that. I like that they have the joke. Just to let you know that, hey, guess what? You know, Venom, also part of all this. So, I dig it. I dig it. So, I like it. What do you guys think? What are you guys thinking out there? The design looks good. I hope the movie is dark as fuck and hard. Yeah, it better be a hard PG-13. Let's hope it is. Let's damn well hope it is. <sighs> That's something you'd... Uh... Oh, okay, I thought you guys I thought you were talking about MCU. Pisses me off. With their bad character designs and broad day, I know, but this looks really good. Oh, Meg's digging it. She's like in the, uh, she's like in the uh, vampires, of course. Uh, uh, me and her actually might be doing something soon that has to do with vampires. That, well, um, I, I might not enjoy. Thought it was okay. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, bad character design. Yeah, I see that. Apparently, the director did uh, the 2000 uh, film live. Oh, it's the same guy who did live. 
which everyone thought was going to be a Venom prequel, which it could have been, very well could have been. I actually really enjoyed life. I really enjoyed it. It started off great, and then it turned into like, oh, okay, this is kind of, okay, kind of a little run by the numbers, and then all of a sudden that ending really was awesome. Really was awesome. So would you like to have Jared in your Batcave? <laughs> wow. That is uh, that's an interesting question. You know, he's a pretty man, but I don't know about that. Uh, I never really got into the Underworld series. I, I think I saw like the first two, but I never, I didn't really get full on into them. Uh, so, yeah, looks good, intriguing. So, might just watch Dracula. Yeah, yeah, watch Blade Trinity. That has Dracula in it. <laughs> oh man! But anyways, still, it looks good. But they need to bring in Blade. Blade needs to be a part of this. I said that yesterday. So the new Blade, which I'm curious to see what they do with Blade, and uh, and what's his um, what's his name. I'm curious to see what they do. Curious to see what they do, but they need to have Blade somewhat involved when it comes to all this. So that's just me. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know that uh, the first Blade had that. You could actually look it up. You can go online and there's a deleted scene where you see Morbius on a rooftop out in the city. They deleted. They were actually setting up Morpheus. Morbius. I almost said Morpheus. Wrong movie. Morbius. Um, that would have been interesting because then they would have did something different for the sequel. Possibly they were trying to set that up and they didn't, which I do dig the blade Two uh, sequel, the del Toro sequel. I do dig that one. The Goyer one, not so much <laughs> blade without blood. It better not, ah, uh, better not be blade without blood. That would suck. They have blood here. I mean, I guess this, this is going to set it up. It's going to help set it up. So we got to support the absolute shit out of this movie. So we get a decent blade movie because if we don't, Support this movie. We're going to get a soft, soft, soft Blade movie, I think. So, my guy, guys, let's support the shit out of this movie. Even though it's coming out in January, which that's where movies get put to kind of die sometimes. So, let's make Morbius like one of the most successful, if not the most successful January release, okay? So that way, Kevin Feige doesn't start going, no blood, no, 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 we're not doing this. No, no, you know, come on, please. All right, let's go to the Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Turn that off. All right. See what you guys have to say over here. Oh, okay. See what you guys have to say about on Twitter right here. All right. Breaking news. The the Suicide Squad's also been trending. So, again, not everybody hated that movie, guys. Okay, so we got that. Um, Eric, you know, Dave, the funny thing is, had Zach's Star Wars pitch been accepted, thank God it wasn't, Sofia Batella would have been a great Ahsoka Tano, bringing together a team of Jedi and hiding from the Empire. Rosario Dawson is awesome in the role, but Sofia's casting for Room Moon, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, she could have been a good one, but hey, we all got to thank, we all got to thank Jesus. Thank Jesus that his Star Wars pitch didn't get accepted because now we're getting a full-fledged Zack Snyder-type Star Wars all the way from the beginning. His origin, his mythology, all of that. That's what's so great about it. Because they, they would have, they, yeah, they would have, they would have fucked his Star Wars up a little too much. Ryan, 
I know Halloween is over, but if you have a chance to watch the original The Fog as a follow-up to 1978's Halloween by Carpenter, currently on Prime, I highly recommend this fun cheese horror event. Of course, we haven't seen The Fog. The Fog's great. The remake was not that great, but this one was great. With What's her name? With her very low-cut shirts. Um, you know, she was playing the, uh, the, uh, the DJ of the radio show. I love, yeah, The Fog is, uh, it's creepy. It's Carpenter. It's great. It's got all the Carpenter-isms. It's, it's fantastic. Cursed, treasured, I'll say. Jamie Lee, even her mom are in this. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good flick. I haven't watched it in a while. I should definitely revisit. Uh, Carrie, hey, Dave. Response to Ava's New Gods. I bet Warner Brothers execs weren't hyped about her doing it anyways. I bet they either don't get the concept or or are still scared of cosmic characters ever since Green Lantern. If they really wanted that movie, they would have put more effort behind it. You agree? Probably. But maybe they were like, all right, you know, this." Uh, when they released the information, it almost seemed like it was a PR thing, if you think about it. Um, it was like, hey, you know, we're not that bad, guys. <laughs> See? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we, we might have this woman of color, like, uh, direct this big, huge movie. See, we're not racist, you know, we didn't do, but, you know, it, it almost seems like it was a little bit of that, but then, like, again, it wasn't fully greenlit, so that's the thing. You just never know, never know. What the hell is this? Your vegetable! Okay, jeez, that's creepy. Jacob and your creepy videos. I eat my vegetables. Very much, and you should too. You should too. Uh, Mr. VF, do you think that J-Lo is next to be cast in Rebel Moon? No. <laughs> I, I don't think J-Lo. No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need J-Lo. Nah. I'll be fine. Nah, nah, nah. Let's hope it's Ray Fisher. Huh? J Jack Martin, which Marvel movie do you think Nolan has watched? Haha. <laughs> Because my casting, because uh, by casting RDJ, it means he's definitely watched a few. Well, he probably watched the, the Iron Man movies. <laughs> if he's, you know, if that's the case. Also, I'm glad RDJ is in a non-Marvel movie. Missed seeing him doing other stuff over the last ten years. Watch Zodiac. Yes, that's another movie pre Tony Stark. Zodiac, fantastic. David Fincher, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, the other day, and he was good, so good in it. Yes, he was uh, absolutely fantastic in it. Watch him in, uh, also in U.S. Marshals. We talked about that recently, actually. I think we talked about that on Batman the Fanimated. Scott and I talked about that. Uh, we went off on a tangent and talked about U.S. Marshals, which is the sequel to The Fugitive. So, good good flick. Uh, but yeah, uh, I would think that he, he's probably watched some. I mean, Nolan's not a stickler. He probably watches all kinds of stuff. He, he he might like the popcorn type stuff. I don't know. I think my I think my TV froze. Um, anyways, John Murdoch Wayne, gun to the head. If you were to pick three scenes, three from Justice League that you not necessarily like. Oh, I think my internet went out. Shit. My internet went out. Damn it, 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 damn it. Up, 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 Damn it. So that's what happened. I was like, wait a minute, my TV froze. Man, it's because my internet went out. Well, I mean, it's still recording. So at least you guys listening, listening as, you know, in the podcast sense, the audio, yes, my live stream just went patooey. Luckily, it was at the very end. 
Luckily, it was at the very end of the live stream. So I'm going to continue on. Um, I think I can't choose three scenes, but if I had a, but I could tolerate somewhat the opening Batman scene. And there's things wrong with it, but I do like him when he's perched up on the fucking gargoyle. That was a cool shot. Uh, I can tolerate that somewhat, but um, uh, yeah, so there is that. Um, yep, up, up, up. It might be coming back. It might, ah, didn't come back. Okay, hold on. Shit. Don't start a new one. Don't start a new one. All right, so I'm just going to, it's reconnecting, but uh, yeah, it died off. So let's see, reconnecting. It's reconnecting. So I'm just going to end it right here. So, anyways, guys, that was a really good question. Appreciate you guys checking in, stuff like that, like I said. And then, of course, Everybody who's listening, you guys didn't get interrupted, thankfully, and we're all good. Yeah, my internet, of course, is back now. <laughs> it's definitely back, so it's cool. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just wrap this up. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, all the, I don't know what's all down there when it comes to the Spotify and all that stuff, but uh, you guys are awesome, and uh, I will talk to you later.